Next, the golden days of radio. This is Frank Brzee welcoming you to the golden days of radio. Great moments from radio programs of the past with the world's most famous personalities. Those memorable moments when everyone listened to enjoy the make-believe world of radio. On this program, we're featuring one of the funniest clowns of all time, Red Skelton. During the 40s, one comedian who was destined to become one of the greatest clowns of all time entertained millions coast to coast with his weekly radio show. The man was Red Skelton. Red was one of the first to feature various sketches on a show, playing all of the different characters himself. There was Cauliflower McPug, the fighter, his famous western character, Deadeye, and the best-loved of all, Junior, the mean widow kid. I remember seeing actual broadcasts from time to time, and believe me, Red really liked to entertain. After the show was over, he would, he would entertain the studio audience for another half hour or more with his various comedy routines. Everyone really loved him. The program ran for almost ten years and finally switched to television, and Red has been a permanent fixture since. For this program, I've selected the Red Skelton Show of May 28, 1952. It's a great comedian at his very best. The Red Skelton Show. Skelton, David Rose, and his orchestra, Lorene Tuttle, Pat McGee, and Dick Ryan, and the Smith Twins will be me, Rod O'Connor. From the Skelton scrapbook of satire, a story entitled The New Deadeye, and it stars as Deadeye MGM's clown, Red Skelton. Say Texas, because you can always tell a Texan. Not much, but you can tell him. <laughs> I'd like to tell you why I'm here. Money. <laughs> when I struck it rich, I decided to go to Hollywood and meet some of them movie folks. So I hired myself a social director. Well, here's some of the things that happened to me. I almost caused Red Skelton and Rod O'Connor to get mad at each other one time. Hey, Rod, where are you taking me? Well, we'll soon be there. Careful crossing the street. Boy, you're not kidding. <laughs> Pedestrians don't have a chance these days. <laughs> hey, did you hear about the guy that ran out of gas and had to push his car over a pedestrian? <laughs> <laughs> well, come on, Red, we go in this office building here. Oh, office building, huh? Mm -hmm. Look, O'Connor, why am I here? The answer is on this door. Oh. See? Social 
Affairs, Rod O'Connor. The Cabina Rite of Pismo Beach. <laughs> is this your office? All mine. I've got a job, and this is my new office. Well, didn't you like working for me? Oh, sure. Well, then why did you get another job? Gosh, if you're not satisfied with what I'm paying you, I'll give you a raise. Well, I'm doing this job for a friend of mine, Deadeye. Deadeye? You mean that sad old tramp from Texas? Why, he's the only bow-legged from the neck up. <laughs> I'll wait until I explain. He's changed. He recently struck oil. Oh, what'd he do? Comb George Raff's hair? <laughs> No, he really struck oil and money is coming in at the rate of $1,000 an hour. No and he's spending it at the rate of $2,000 an hour. You sure his name ain't Harry? <laughs> I didn't mention any last name there. He hired you, huh? Yes, he hired me to be his social director. Are you kidding? Look, that guy's nothing but a big phony. He's got more than a dime to his name. My name's Ronald Coleman. Well, feast your eyes on this. Here's $5,000 in cash that he gave me as a retainer. New tell Bonita do tell. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I'm in charge of all Dead Eye's social activities while he's in Hollywood. He wants to meet some important people. Oh, I see. Mm -hmm. Are you in the social register? No. Are you in the handbook of the 400? No. And if I don't pay my phone bill, I ain't going to be in that yellow book either. <laughs> well, you see, uh, Red Dead, I'd like to meet some movie glamour gals. You know, oh. you ought to be able to introduce them to some of those glamour girls at MGM. Uh, how well do you know Ann Miller? Well, it's sort of like a railroad acquaintance. Mm -hmm. When she stops, I look. And when Georgia hears about it, I listen. Uh, how about Esther Williams? You'd like to meet her? Yeah. Really? Sure. The line forms in Kansas City. <laughs> hey, did you see those new 1952 oh. bathing suits mm -hmm. that they copied from Esther Williams' picture? Yeah. The only reason they don't use less material, they gotta have somewhere to write the price. <laughs> Now, look, uh, Skelton, you help me in lining up things uh, for Dead Eye, and we'll split the salary, even Stephen, huh? Oh, okay. That'll be a third to you, a third to me, and a third to my brother-in-law. Well, now, wait a second. I thought the split was going to be even Stephen. Stephen's my brother-in-law. <laughs> oh, now, cut it out, Red. Look, uh, Dead Eye wants to meet some glamour girls, you see? Now, do it as a favor to me. Please. My job depends on Dead Eye meeting some glamour girls. Please, please, please. Oh, let's not get sickening about <laughs> Humphrey. Look. Now, look, I got work to do. Dead Eye wants, to, wants me to hire him a chauffeur and a butler and a bodyguard. He's really in the chips, huh? Yeah. He's even asked me to hire David Rose and his orchestra to play nothing but cowboy music. No kidding. No kidding. They're in the next office now rehearsing. Well, like I was saying, money sure can add class to you. Like when I came out here in my own plane, I was met at the airport by some newspaper people. Whoa, plane. Whoa! Oh, come on, plane. Whoa! Okay, I'll push forward on this stick and see if you'll go into a power drive and we'll see what'll happen.
You didn't think we were up this high, did you? <laughs> well, maybe we've missed the Earth altogether. <laughs> Say, did I? Yeah? You made a mistake. Instead of pushing forward on the stick, you pull backward. You're going up. Oh, well, I'll be a guided missile. <laughs> you're right, boy, you're right. Well, I guess I'm higher than a flyer's ever been. There's nothing up here but stars and prices. <laughs> hey, you you take over, pilot, and land this thing, will you? Oh, 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 oh. got another road burn. <laughs> well, quite a crowd to meet old Deadeye, huh? Uh, Deadeye, I've arranged a press interview. Yeah, I'm brown from the sun. You're you pale have... as a ghost to me. <laughs> I said I was brown from the sun. Oh. Tell me, uh, where do you hail from? Where I hail from? Yeah. What do I look like, a blizzard? (laughs) I was born in Texas. You know where Texas is, don't you? It's bordered on the north by Texas and on the south by Texas and on the west by Texas and on the east by Texas. And the little patch of land that's known as the United States is right on the other side. <laughs> they say your oil well is the biggest producer in Texas. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I'll never forget the day that gusher blew its top. Mm-hmm. I never saw such an explosion in all my life. I got a letter the next day that says, Dear Deadeye, please, we can't hear ourselves think. Signed, the folks from Nevada. <laughs> uh, tell me, before you hit the Wildcat oil well, you were a ranger, weren't you? Yeah, I was a... Uh, uh, did some arranging, yeah, uh, for uh, Dave Rose. I uh, <laughs> oh, a ranger. Oh, yeah, I was a gunfighter, sir. Uh, when did you shoot your first man? Well, it's kind of hard to remember, partner. But when I was born, the doctor that slapped me on the back, I let him have it. <laughs> and since. I've killed about 20 men in cold blood Eight men in warm blood And then uh, three men didn't have any blood at all Uh, They were wearing berets at the time (laughs) Say, uh, just to show you what kind of a shot I am You see that flag crawling up the wall there? Uh, Here There you are, no wall. Mr. Deadeye, I'm from the press. Uh-huh. Could we have a picture? We have our photographer here. Well, I always carry my own. Here's a good one of me. That shows the real you. It does? That's a picture of my horse. <laughs> no, that's me. No, it's my horse. I think. The only way you can tell us apart is my horse is wearing glasses. <laughs> Uh, tell me, what do you think about taxes? Oh, let's turn a page and find out. <laughs> Did I? Take your hat from over your heart. He said taxes, not Texas. Oh, oh, I thought he said Texas. I hear that everyone in Texas has plenty. Yes, sir. The only way you can tell a rich Texan from a poor Texan is that the poor Texan has to drive a dirty Cadillac. 
Okay, folks, that's all. Break it up now. Uh, Mr. O'Connor, there's some people in the outer office to apply for jobs. Well, send them in one at a time. Did you come in, sir? Yep, here I am. <laughs> do you, do you, do you, do you, do you, do you call for a chauffeur? This ought to be awful good, boy. <laughs> I'm Cadiddlehopper. What's wrong with you? Well, what nothing. are you laughing at? Hmm? What are you laughing at? <laughs> this, uh, this uh, thick carpet kind of tickles my bare feet. <laughs> Why don't you wear shoes? Oh, I hate to waste time buttoning them up. <laughs> Did you come to see me about working for Deadeye? Uh, yeah, I'd like to get a job driving a car. How much does the job pay? And will it pay as much as my last job, I hope. Well, tell me, what were you paid on your last job? I don't know. You better find out or it's going to be a short show. <laughs> Let's just read what's right. there. Well, come yeah, on. I got 25 cents a week. 25 cents a week? Not so loud. I don't want them income tax collectors getting wind of this. This job pays $30 a week. Are you suggesting that I take a reduction in salary, sir? Clem, $30 a week is more than 25 cents a week. It is? Well, how long has this been going on? You learned it in the first grade. Oh, really? Well, I got news for you. What? I couldn't have learned it in the first grade. Why? I didn't even get through kindergarten. <laughs> you want to be Dead Eyes driver, huh? Yeah. Do you have a chauffeur's license? Chauffeur? Uh, let's see. Uh, that's the thing you keep your socks and shirts in, ain't it? That's a chiffonier. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, no, I don't have one of those, but my dog's got a license, practically new. And uh, I'm happy to say that I could use his. How could you use his? <laughs> I live a dog's life. <laughs> I had my distemper shots this morning. <laughs> well, we can get your license easy enough. Come on now, let's see how you drive Dead Eye's car. Well, this ought to be real interesting now. Here. Okay, Clem, get behind the wheel. Show me how you can drive. Well, now, don't push me. This car's a little bit different. Uh, the gear shift's a little different from those Model T's I've been using. Look, you don't have to shift gears in this car. It's automatic. No shifting? No shifting. There's a lot of shiftless things around here. <laughs> well, there's no clutch in this car. I got one that's better than this. No <laughs> wheels. <laughs> then after you drive it for about a year, I found out it's got no motor in it either. Well, come on, let's go. Okay, we're all. Speak for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, this car really digs out, don't it, huh? Well, don't just sit there. Grab a real the crazy car. Yes, it is. <laughs> don't just sit there. Grab the steering wheel, Clem. Which one's the steering wheel? It's right there. Have you ever driven before? Well, have you? Oh, don't rush me. I'm trying to think. <laughs> hey, move over. Let me get behind the wheel. Well, stop getting excited, will you? Just stand by with a dustpan and a broom. I'll take it. Clem, Clem, take it easy. Look, if you're so upset when we go around these curves, just do what I do. What's that? Close your eyes. <laughs> Clem, Clem, turn right. This is a dead-end street. Are you sure? Yes. You see that brick wall? We can't go any further.
mighty thick one that... <laughs> You see, it's all in knowing how I'm no quitter, boy I keep oh, right on Gee, look at the fenders Yeah, looks kind of nice Wrapped around in a bow, don't it? Around the... <laughs> gee, what'll I tell Deadeye when he asks about his car? Tell him to get rid of it The windshield wiper don't work anymore <laughs> Uh, O'Connor, I got something I want you to do for me. What is it, Deadeye? Well, I just ordered a little pony for Junior, and I want you to pick it up and take it over to him. Would you do that for me? Mm -hmm. I bought it at Saks Fifth Avenue, and they're gift wrapping it for me. <laughs> gift wrapping a pony? Yeah, I don't want Junior to know what it is. <laughs> I want him to think it's a necktie, you see. <laughs> well, I'll see you later, Deadeye. I'm going over to Junior's house. Okay. Junior playing in the front yard. Come on, Pony. Hello there, Junior. Well, it's old Fatso O'Connor. Welcome to the edge of doom. <laughs> what you hiding behind that big pile of flab you told me about? <laughs> Can you guess what it is? A couple of herds of elephants, maybe? <laughs> boy, you big enough to shield them. I know that, boy. No, did I sent you a present. Look. Days of Hopalong Cassidy. A widow pony, I do believe I have died and gone to heaven. You like him, Junior? Boy, oh boy, does I like him. Let me ride him, let me ride him. I will crawl on his back. Here. Let me get up. Ooh, he fooled me off. Well, he hasn't been saddle broken yet. Don't look at me like that now. I'm not going to break that pony. He's not a very friendly little fellow, is he? Well, you've got to win him over, and when he learns to like you, why, then he'll let you ride him. Oh, well, I will bribe him with a little sugar. Here, pony, eat some sugar out of me hand. <laughs> <laughs> you big sloppy pig, you. <laughs> you know, this may be the answer to my washing problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, wait till the juvenile jury kids see me riding a pony around the neighborhood. I'm going to be the envy of the skunk patrol, boy. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try to ride him again. Here now. Here. Whoa. Whoa. Now, pony, pony, now let's get this settled once and for all. I is supposed to be riding on you back. <laughs> now get off of me and let's try it again. <laughs> Hey, Mommy, come here. See what I got. Look, look, boy. Get out the hen of wrist because you're going to turn gray again. Boy. Junior, I do not put henna on my hair. You don't? No. I know you don't. I love your long, beautiful red hair. Long, beautiful red hair and them short black roots. <laughs> hello, Lorraine. Oh, hello, Rod. Junior, what have you got there? I can't see too well without my glasses. Well, if you can't see something that big, kid, you really need glasses. She needs glasses, but good. What you need is some glasses with beer in them. That's not... <laughs> Look, Dad, I sent me a pony. Look. A pony? Yeah. His head and his tail with leg in each corner, see? <laughs> Awful of Dead Eye to give you the pony. Yeah. But where on earth are we going to keep him? Well, why not let him sleep in Pop's bed? <laughs> Pop won't be using the bed until somebody bails him out anyhow. 
want another spanking? Not surely. I've had four today, and I don't believe in hoarding. <laughs> Will you take that pony around to the backyard and keep him there until I decide what to do with him? Oh, okay. Come on, pony. You may be the barbecue dinner tonight. <laughs> well, here we are in the backyard. This is your home from now on, pony. Junior, don't forget we're having company for dinner. It's time for you to go and take your bath. Well, what are you going to do, eat me? <laughs> take another one so soon? Goodness me, I just had one three days ago. The new dirt hasn't had time to settle on me. You heard me. And don't forget your ears. <laughs> nuts. This whole family's nuts. How are you going to forget my ears? They pinned on, kiddo. <laughs> They're so big every time I, I run, I, I do ground loop. <laughs> Goodness, I look like a cab with both doors open. Junior, go take your bath. Okay. Boy, the guy that invented bathtubs must have hated widow kids. That's all I can say. Will you excuse me, Rod? Junior's been in the bathtub for a half an hour now. I think I better go and check on him. All right, Lorraine. Junior! Are you about through with your bath? Yes, but don't come in, goodness me. <laughs> I'd like me privacy if you don't mind. There's something fishy going on in there. I better take a look. What? Why, Junior, you're all dressed. You haven't even been in the tub. I know there's no room for me in there. <laughs> what do you mean there isn't room? <gasps> oh! Junior! Get that pony out of the bathtub! <laughs> Yeah, you scared him, too. Goodness me, I'll pull the plug out. Come on. Thanks for letting us come into your homes, and we'll be with you again next week. And this is Red Skelton saying goodbye now, and thanks for listening. for the Red Skelton Show. Red Skelton is heard in this program through the courtesy of Metro-Golden-Mayer Studios. This is a copyrighted feature transcribed from Hollywood. Well, that wraps up this edition of the Golden Days of Radio and our salute to Red Skelton. You know, when it comes to music and one musician goofs, the whole band suffers. And in the armed forces, unless each of us does his job right, the whole team effort can go sour. Take pride in your job. It's important. This is Frank Brzee in Hollywood, California, inviting you back next time for more great moments from radio programs on the past on this, the American Forces Radio and Television Service.